Welcome, Rosebud, to Interior Peace. This is my new podcast. My name is Kiana Rose of Design A Rose Interiors. I'm an interior designer based in Chicago, and I create interior environments based on your personal sense of peace. Uh, This podcast is going to be a way to infuse your priorities into your interior environment. We're going to talk about what brings you peace. So I know that privacy is important to you. If you are a member of my community, meaning you're probably an introvert, an empath, or a highly sensitive person, education is important to you. I know that you want to feel accepted by others and also by yourself. And um, comfort's probably at the top of your list. And um, expressing yourself is a mandatory event. So we are going to embark on this journey of interior peace and ways to bring it into your home life and even into your travels. Um, So my name is Kiana Rose. You can find me at designarose.com. If you are looking for help on creating your own interior environment that is peaceful and luxurious and fun, please visit me at designarose.com. Contact us, fill out our form. We do online design as well as in-person interior design in the Chicagoland area. I look forward to speaking with you, Rosebud. Let's have a little fun. What is peace? Mm, Quiet. But for how long, right? Thanks for joining today, the Interior Peace Podcast with me, Kiana Rose. I'm an interior designer who is all about your personal sense of peace. And I'm also a self-diagnosed autistic individual who enjoys finding the patterns of thought and behavior. I have studied interior design and human slash consumer behavior, both at the collegiate level. And what I've concluded, developed, decided, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) is that um, there are some core elements to creating an atmosphere of peace that could be tweaked for each individual. And I really want to talk about how I've laid out, um, how I've laid that out and apply it to interior design. But before I do go into my own personal curated philosophy on the internal piece, um, I have to start at the beginning and tell you who I was and who I am. In the beginning, it was the 80s. <laughs> um, my only real issue with being around in the 80s is that I was a small child and not a teenager, which meant there were like a whole ton of fun things I couldn't do. And that made me sad. Like I wanted to wear socks with heels and like little tight booty dresses and hoop skirts. <laughs> But my mom was like, girl, you're five. So fine. I get it, mommy, fine. Um, yeah, I'm so bitter about it. I was a studious child, off to myself, considered a nerd by my peers, um, not very social, nor did I have a desire to be very social. In retrospect, I did have some traits of Asperger's or high-functioning autism. My mom often had to translate what I was saying to people, either because I spoke too quickly or my personal logic didn't fit conventional logic. And I had a very, um, what we called back then, like proper voice, meaning I was very clear and correct in my grammar and enunciation of words that was taken as impersonal, robotic, weird, and or self-righteous. I also kind of stare when listening intently um, and I never look people in the eye. I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think this may have put people off. Anyway. I'm a weird little quiet bookworm. My peers pretty much became like three of my cousins, a brother and a mother. I slept in the bed, in the room 
with my mother until I went to college at 17 years old. And I am aware of how not typical that is. Um, I'd just like to say that I did attempt to willingly try and obtain my own room in my household. Um, I was the only child in my household among four adults. So I lived with my grandparents, my mother, and my uncle. Um, when I tried to get my own room, my grandmother had some trouble accepting change. None of that room was mine or me. The furniture, not the bedspread, the wallpaper, half the dressers had towels and things from the household in them. It was like being a guest in your own house. So no matter the efforts or requests that I made or put in, they were passively shot down and I went back to my mom's room. At least there, my mom allowed me to put my Garbage Pail Kids stickers on the walls and things. And if you don't know what Garbage Pail stickers are, please shut up. I'm not old. Um, there were chairs and movies and decor and stuff like that that were, you know, it was like Keanu was here. <laughs> so we lived in like a nine foot by 12 foot room with a queen bed. And my mom and I could sit in that room for hours working on our own thing without speaking to each other. And that wasn't. A negative thing there was no awkwardness in that this was an organic respect for each other's space and time while we enjoyed each other's presence she helped me with my homework there were plenty of times where she actually did my homework but only because i would not go to sleep until it was done and i wasn't getting it uh, what basically ended up happening is by like second or third grade my reading abilities were super impressive because she also made sure i read it and understood everything she had written for me <laughs> so basically when you're like two years old and your best friend is like 32 years old, um, you develop a disconnect from other two-year-olds. Other two-year-olds, And I didn't understand other kids and they did not understand me. The majority of my world was adults and adults don't tend to have lengthy conversations with children, especially in the 80s and the 90s. So I ended up kind of being an observer. I listened, I watched, I was quiet, I was stealth. Um, I just didn't fit in any of the social groups that were presented to me. So I had to entertain myself. And actually, I became really great at that and happy to do it. And this is how I've developed that love of my own voice that you and I have talked about in the past. Um, oh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then um, that means you're not part of my uh, newsletter community. And you need to join Rosebud, uh, designarose.com forward slash five tips. Okay, moving on. So I found this like peace in privacy when I was alone or with the one or two people who really really got my personality I didn't have to deal with the barrage of why are you the way you are when I was alone I could spend more time thinking and speaking than explaining the way I think and speak I could stop paying attention to the fact that so many people didn't accept me and just accept myself I learned to be with people who enjoyed me and when you spend a lot of time alone, you tend to need to occupy your mind. So books and movies became my go-to. Now, music is a mandatory go-to. Like, it's part of who I am, like breathing. But that's a different story for a different time. But movies and books were kind of like my leisure escape. They were my vacations. You get all the feels, the fears, the stories, the laughter, and the tears without all that pesky real-life human element. I could maintain my zen of privacy and acceptance while having fun and learning endless new things. Um, and because I was alone, I could set up the fort the way I wanted. I could turn up the heat and open the window. I could hum while I eat. I could use my fingers when I count. I could 
wear my pajamas, bite my toenails, snack while I snack. It didn't matter. Um, there was a, a no judgment zone. And I found that when I was alone or with my circle of those, who, those few people who really got me. It allowed me to set this lifelong bar um, that I'll never lower, of, you know, the environment that I want to be in. Because my life became this search for the perfect private time, I ended up looking for the perfect interior environment. Um, so I'm like a little kid who would get like newspapers and those little booklets from the street vending machines that we had back then. And um, it would have like new homes in them, stuff like that. And I would design my life. I would pretend I won the lottery for like a million dollars. And I would like sit down and write out exactly how to spend that one million dollars. Like I'm gonna buy this house, and I'm gonna buy this car, and I'll spend this much on this furniture set from the Sunday newspaper here. <laughs> I am just that odd eight-year-old who's literally budgeting exactly how to build the perfect home and room down to the correct pricing. So um, in the spirit of saving you some life, I'm gonna skip all of my young adult life. Um, when I got to the point where I decided to go to college for interior design, I did start out wanting to only do hospitality. Um, I still love and work on hospitality projects, but I realized that there was this lack of accommodation for introverted or empathic people who have anxiety or who just want to be alone or, you know, anybody who wants to eat, doesn't want to eat lunch with the group. Um, I felt obligated to address this hole in the design industry. When you go to school for interior design, it is taught from the perspective of commercial projects. It's all about how to create public spaces and multi-use spaces, plus how to optimize the interactions in those public spaces. There really is no individual because even universal design seeks to create designs that accommodate everyone and not individuals in particular. Now there's another design philosophy called evidence-based design, which is really about studying the statistics and the ergonomics, the environment outside, as well as the inside of a space in order to create an interior environment that is adapted to the location, tailored to the true use of the space, and helps create a safe um, and healthy environment for the end users. Like it's very, very tailored to data and information. And what I wanted to do was bring this philosophy kind of into the personal spaces like hotel rooms and residential homes. So my focus in interior design school was hospitality. And then I created my own specialty of introverted hospitality design. I was able to focus and target my design efforts on inward thinking individuals. Um, that's also the reason why I came up with the term internal, because I didn't feel like inward thinking quite fit who we are. Um, introverts, empaths, highly sensitive people, autistic individuals, those even with like sensory disorders or maybe people who just want to have some alone time. Um, it sounds like inward thinking person is a selfish person. And I just felt like maybe I could find a better term. So um, I turned it into internal. And I believe that internal individuals thrive on being able to reflect on their thoughts and control their environment so as to control their own mental and physical state of comfort. As I've gone down this path, I've also realized that this angle could apply to anyone and it could help anyone. The research led to my philosophy of interiors for the internal, which consisted of creating environments that meet your personal sense of peace. And in order to do that, I had to define peace before I could design peace. You like that? You like it? <laughs> 
I worked super duper hard on this acronym about peace. But peace stands for privacy, education, acceptance, comfort, and expression. That was nice. Let's take a second to breathe and learn about something we want to buy. Now we're into the title of today's episode. What is peace? Let's talk about privacy. If you can give someone a safe place of privacy, then you can instantly boost their comfort and their sense of calm. This is why most people's favorite space happens to be their bedroom, because it's a private place for them to be themselves, to wash off the day and everything and everybody else. I've found that internal individuals thrive on being able to create a private space, somewhere somewhere where they don't feel judged, where they don't feel watched, where they can contemplate and reflect freely without interruption or questioning. That's their ideal environment. And I found that most internal individuals want to marinate on something or spend their time deeply researching something before they come to any sort of decisions or conclusions. And this leads into the education element of peace. Most introverts I've met have this sort of fantasy of a personal like back cave or something. (laughs) Um, It could be a game room, a sewing room, a library den. It's this dream of a perfectly curated space that is only there to meet their personal, intellectual, and entertainment needs. Unfortunately, um, internal individuals tend to have experienced some sort of bullying or have been ostracized. Um, as a highly sensitive person, I've often been told you're overreacting, you're doing too much, it's not that bad, you're making a big deal. Um, as an African-American, um, as an African-American girl with like a over-enunciated tone, um, I've been called an Oreo. I was told I wanted to be white. People assumed I wanted to be better than others. I could go on and on. Um, but these types of experiences give you this deep-seated desire to be accepted and to just like avoid people. <laughs> um so the acceptance part of the of peace is this combination of being accepted by your peers um, and or being accepted by yourself. Um, when you get to a place where you accept yourself and you love who you are, it is one of the best feelings on earth. And being able to create an interior environment that's tailored to who you are and is loudly speaking who you are, it's a very fun experience. So if we've gone through privacy, education, and acceptance, the C and peace stands for comfort. Pretty much all of these create comfort. Um, but the C in the peace mantra for interiors for the internal is really about the physical design elements. Um, these are about um, those elements that you personally consider to be comfortable. Um, they're, they're often like soft plush things, but um, it can be whatever makes you comfortable. Things like um, colors that don't trigger you in some way or another, um, that bring you some sense of calm. It's about promoting clean air for people with sensitivities. Um, It's about providing tactile experiences for pleasant stimming activities. Comfort really manifests in different ways for each person. And then lastly, the E in peace is for expression. This is where we slap on the uniquely you portion of the exercise. 
this is where we look at the themes, experiences, and the art that light you up. If you're like a Harry Potter fan, like <clears throat> some of us, um, if you're deeply into water and pools or swimming or fish, if you want to fly airplanes and you love the stars, whatever your thing is, um, that luxurious artistic passion, this is where we incorporate your biggest fantastical dreams into your space. Now, me personally, I'm, I'm a fiction lover. I love science fiction, things like that. So when I speak, um, those tend to come through. Um, but if you're all about family or building a business or maybe you love agriculture, um, any of those passions can be beautifully expressed in your interior environment to inspire you, to nurture you, to love you back. Um, so as you can see, um, peace is personal. And it's also this... Um, it's almost a psychological science for me. Uh, I've spent years of my life trying to dissect the elements that bring people a sense of peace. I've spoken with client after client and asked them, what do you do in this room? Why do you do that in this room? What do you wish you could do in this room? Um, what do you hate in this room? Um, I've asked them where they are the happiest, um, when they are the happiest. I've watched people in public settings who are off to themselves and I look at what they're doing and how they're trying to tune out the world. Me being a sort of um, recluse as an individual, it has allowed me to observe and take personal time with a lot of people to figure out what makes them tick and what makes them happy and less stressed. So the conclusion I came to was creating environments that are peaceful, but I had to remove the conventional definition of peaceful and figure out how to tailor peace to the individual while creating multi-use spaces. I want to help you find your peace, Rosebeth. <laughs> For a number of years, I've been on this personal never-ending quest to calm down, and I've discovered like so many beautiful ways to enjoy our time here on Earth and enhance the experience in natural, comfortable ways. I consider myself a personal interior designer who creates peace of mind, comfort, and acceptance for my clients. I am going to do that for you. My style is pretty attentive. Um, my strengths are like color theory. I'm very heavy on project management because I want to make it easy for you. I want to create a solacing experience for you that is unconventional because you and I are unconventional. So I want you to send me a text message. If you're serious about transforming your home into a space that nurtures all of who you are, send me a text message at 708-949-6249. Yes, I did just give out a real phone number. I told you there was a bonus. 708-949-6249. Tell me what your design challenges are. Ask me a design question that's been keeping you stuck. Let's start this journey of creating a place of peace for you. I am Kiana Rose of Designer Rose Interiors, and I provide interiors for the internal. If you're enjoying these psychological design docs, um, please rate Interior Peace. Like, go to Apple Podcasts and rate the Interior Peace podcast with five stars. Um, also, hit subscribe, tell somebody about it, post it on your social. Any support you're like willing to give, I'm happy to accept. Um, don't forget, um, send me that text message. I really hope you are having a blessed and beautiful day, Rosebud. 
Hey there, Keanu Rose here. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate your presence. As a thank you, I created a quiz just for you. It's called, Is Your Interior Design Style Introverted, Empathic, or Highly Sensitive? It's a free quiz. It's a sort of spin on the design style quiz. It will spit out sort of tips and ideas that fit your personality type. You can also get a combination. Let's say you're empathic and highly sensitive. So you'll get tips tailored to that. I made the quiz myself because I wanted it to fit who you are. And I design interiors based on your personal sense of peace. So you can find that quiz at designarose.com forward slash free. Again, that's designarose.com forward slash free. Send it to your friends. Everybody take it. Let's find out what kind of design style you have. Are you introverted, empathic, or highly sensitive? Thanks so much. Let's get on with the day.